Shalom to all. Today's office is Baba Kamen Daf Memches, and we are starting about the 15th line with the words Ahi Itzah, which is right after the two dots. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah, Basri Yaakov Moshe, Hernish Shama should have an Aliyah. And Lili Nishmas, Mars Freda Chayabela, Basri Yitzchak Tzvi, Hernish Shama should have an Aliyah. And now we have a story Ahi Itzah. There was a woman, also Lamefa Bahu Besa, she went into somebody's house to bake bread, which means she brought all her ingredients and she made her dough over there and she's going to be baking it in that oven. And also, Barakat Amari the Besa, the goat of the homeowner came, Achal Alisha, ate the dough, Chavil got overheated, umis, and died. And Chiva Ravel Shlumi Dmei Barcha, Ravel was Machai of her to pay for the goat. Now the Gemara suggests, let me plead God Rav. Let's say this is not like Rav. Dama Rav, Rav had said yesterday, and we discussed the sheet extensively, Havil Toichal, the animal shouldn't have eaten so much. And therefore, according to Rav, it seems like she should be putter. So I mean, they said, Hachi Hashta, is that really so? Hasam over there, Shalai Rishos. We're talking about where the person brought his pay rice into the other person's chatzar without Rishos. And therefore, like Kabbalah and Tirusa, the Malpayers didn't take responsibility for the owner's shark getting damaged on these fruits. Hacha, but over here, Bershos. She came into this person's house, Bershos, to bake her bread, and that means that she accepted responsibility upon herself to make sure that the owner's animal doesn't get damaged, and that's why she would be chayiv, even according to Rav. As to why is it different than the following case, which we brought yesterday? A woman who went to someone's chaser to grind her wheat, and the owner of Baalbayas ate that wheat, is potter for that. However, if the animal got damaged because of eating the wheat, the woman is chayiv. Now, what do we see from here? The reason why she She's chayv to pay for the owner's animal is because she went in shaloi bershos, but that's mashma habershos putter. If she went in bershos, she would be putter. So this brasa seems to be the exact opposite of the case of the goat. Over here, we're saying that since she went in bershos, she's chayv for the damage that happened to the goat. But that brasa is saying that she's chayv because she went in shaloi bershos. Mashma that if she went in bershos, she would not be chayv. So again, it's exact opposite mashmois. So Gemara tells us Amri. They said here's the difference. When she goes in to grind her wheat, since she doesn't need privacy to do that, that means the bal does not need to remove himself from the chatzar while she's grinding her wheat by Lady Day and he has a responsibility to watch his animal to make sure nothing happens. And therefore, if his animal eats her wheat and dies because of that, she's not high for that. But in order to bake, since she needs privacy because she rolls up her sleeves while she's kneading the dough, so no one else is allowed to be there while she's doing that, the owner of the chatzar has to remove himself. She's responsibility for watching things that happen, and therefore, when the owner's goat goes in, and eats her dough and dies because of that, she has to pay for that and not the owner of the chutzar. I think Mark continues to explain the Mishnah. If someone brought his shar into the chutzar, and the shar of the balabayas damages his shar, so the balabayas is not chai for that. And now we're going to have a number of cases. Omar Rav Rav says, Let's say a fellow brought his shar into the chutzar without permission, and the shar dug up a whole bunch of pits inside this other fellow's chutzar. So the owner of the shar is chai for damages that happened to the chutzar because the shar went around digging up a whole bunch of things. Whereas the Balchatzar is Chayv for any Nuzakin that happened to somebody that get damaged on this bar. And we're obviously talking about where he was Mafkir his Chatzar and other people had permission to come in. And this is Afakav Daramayr, even though it was stated, Kiyichar Ishbar, when a person digs a pit, pay for damages that happen. And what do we learn from here of a Loy Shar bar? Not if a Shar digs a pit, the owner would not be Chayv for damages. Ach over here is different. Since the owner of the Chatzar should have filled up these pits before he was Mafkir his Chatzar, and he didn't fill them up, it's like he dug the pits himself. Another member of Amarav Rav says, If a fellow brought his shar into the chutz of without permission, and the shar damaged the balabayas, or balabayas huzak bay, where the balabayas was damaged on the shar, chayiv, the owner of the shar is chayiv. But Ravat's putter. If the shar crouched, and we're understanding right now that the shar crouched and sat on Kalim, or the shar was crouching and the balabayas tripped over him, so then the bal shar is putter. Ask the Gemara Mishum to Ravat's putter. Just because the shar crouched, the owner of the shar should be putter. Why should that be? So Amarav Papa Papa answers, My Ravat. What does it mean, Ravat? Shehir bits 
was talking about where it dropped dung, it went to the bathroom, and the kalim of Balbayas got damaged on that glalim. And so why is the owner of the sharp potter for this? To have a glalim bar. Because these glalim are considered a bar. And we don't find that bar is chayev for damaging kalim. We continue asking, this is all good according to Shmuel, the armor that says, that any sort of takala is a bar. But according to Rav, the armor who holds that a takala is not considered a bar until the owner is mafkirit, Michael Amemar, what could we say over here? So the answer is, Amri, they said, Stam in a standard case, the owner of a cow is going to mafkir glalim that his cow makes, and therefore it's considered a bar, even according to Rav. And another member of Amar Rav, Rav says, a fellow himself went to the Chatzah Balabayas without Roshos, and he damaged Balabayas or the Balabayas was damaged on him, meaning he was stationary, the fellow who wasn't allowed to be there, and the Balabayas walked into him and got damaged, Chayev, he's Chayev. And he's Zika Balabayas, if the Balabayas damaged him, Putter, the Balabayas is Putter for that. Now, Amr Papa, Papa says, Loy Amr, this is only said, El Doloy Havayadabe, that's only the Balabayas didn't know this fellow was there. Aval Havayadabe, but if the Balabayas knew this fellow was there, he's Zika Balabayas Chayev. If the Balabayas damaged this fellow, he's Chayev. And my time, why is that? Misham to Amrle, because the Nizik, this fellow who was there illegally, is able to say, Need the Isl Harushus Lafuke, you have Roshus to get me out of there, you could pick me up and throw me out. Well, Azuki, you don't have Roshus to damage me. And that's why if the Balabayas knew that the fellow was there and he damaged him, the Balabayas would be Chayev. Fazla Tamayu and their Lashita Sam, Dumb Rav Rav says, Vitam Rav Papa, some say it's Rav Papa who said, Mamchatam Bez on top, Shneim, Bershos, or Shneim Shaloi Bershos. Let's say both of them are walking the Roshus Rabbim Bershos, or both of them are in the Roshus Rabbim Shaloi Bershos. For example, if they're both running the Roshus Rabbim and you're not allowed to do the Roshus Rabbim, Hiziku says that if they damage each other, be Adayim, Chayovin, they would be Chayev. Whereas Husku Zebazet, if they were damaged on each other, let's say they bumped into each other, Peturin, they're both Potter. Now, what's the inference? Taimo, Dishneim Bershos, Shneim Shaloi Bershos. The reason why they're both Chayev or they're both Potter is because they're both their Bershos or Shaloi Bershos. But that's Mashma, Aval Echad Bershos, Vechad Shaloi Bershos. If one is their Bershos and the other one is their Shaloi Bershos, the Bershos Potter, Shaloi Bershos Chayev, the one who's their Bershos is Potter and the one who's their Shaloi Bershos is Chayev. And mostly we're talking about that he didn't realize that the other guy was there. And that's why when the one who's their Bershos damaged the one who's their Shaloi Bershos, he's not Chayev. But if he didn't know the guy was there, then he would be Chayev. How we can explain the Mishnah Nafal Bar Vehevish of Chayev? We had said that if someone's Shar went into a person's Chatz or Shaloi Bershos and he fell into the person his bar and he ruined that guy's water that was in the bar. So the owner of the shar is chayev. Now Amar Rav explains Loi Shanu is only taught El Shehivish Bishas Nefila. That's only if he ruined the water when he fell in, because that's a hezek that the shar himself is doing. Aval Achnefila. But if after the shar fell into this bar that had water in it, only later the water got damaged. Putter. So the owner of the shar is putter. And my time, why is that? Because have a shar bar. This dead shar floating around the water. He himself is considered a bar. Umayim kalim, and the water in this pit is considered kalim. And Vlamitzinu Bar Shechayvay Sakalim. We never find that bar. Is chayv for damaging kalim that fall into it. The Gemara says, "Fine, honey, Shmuel is all good according to Shmuel the Amr who says called takalabarhu that any sort of takala is considered a bar." El Rav, according to Rav, the Amr who holds adam mafkirle that a takala is not considered a bar until he's mafkirit. Michael Amemar, what are we able to say over here? So Gemara says, "You're right, Eli Itmar, Hachi Itmar. If Rav stated something, this is really what he stated." Amr Rav, Rav said, "Loishanu, this is only taught that the owner of the shar is chayv to pay for the water." El Shevish Migufai. That's only if the water got ruined because of the guf of the shar. Let's say the guf of the shar was full of dirt and who knows what, and that's why the water went. Back. Bad, so then the owner of the shar would be chayev. But if the water got ruined because of the recha of the shar, we have this dead shar floating around and it started decaying, and because of that, it ruined the water. 
potter, so the owner of the shor is potter. My time, why is that? Grom ba'almahu, it's just a groma. Grom ba'almahu, I'm a chayiv, and one is not chayiv for a groma. When the shor himself was really dirty and it fell into the bar, and the water in the bar got ruined because of the dirt on the shor, so that's like a hezek from the goof of the shor itself. But when the shor started decaying and the bad smell of this decaying shor damaged the water, so that's just a groma, that's not like from the goof of the shor, and that's why the owner of the shor would be potter, even though, once again, the shor was there without permission. And now going on to the next part of Mishnah, we had said that if the father or the son of the Balachatzer was in the pit when the shark fell in, and the shark killed the father or the son, so then the owner of the shark has to pay Kaifer. So we analyze this. Well, my, why would he be Chayav Kaifer? Hatamhu. This is a shark tam, and we know that a shark tam doesn't pay Kaifer. So our Rav answers, We're talking about a shark which is Muad to fall on people in Bayrais. And since it's a Muad, that's why the owner of the shark is Chayav Kaifer. Ask if that's so, Barktolahu. This shark should have been killed already the first time that it killed somebody by falling on him in a bar. So Rav Yasef answers, no, it's not that a dafka fell on this person in the bar. We're talking about the Chazi Yeruk of Anafal, where the Shar saw some greens growing right at the top of the pit, and it intended to eat those greens, and it fell into the pit because of that, and there happened to be somebody in the pit at that time, and the Shar killed that fellow, and this happened three times, and that's why each time the Shar is not going to be killed, and it could still have the status of a Muad Lipal B'nei Adam of Bayrais. Now Shmuel Amr Shmuel gives a different answer. Hamani Rebbe Seglili. Who's our Mishnah? Rebbe Seglili. The Amru says, Tam Shalom Chatzi Kaifer. That a Shar Tam who kills somebody, the owner has to pay Chatzi Kaifer. And when our Mishnah says that the owner of the shah has to pay kaifer, it means chatzi kaifer. Now, Ula Amar, Ula says, Rabbi Yasei Galilihi, Amrish is Rabbi Yasei Galilihi, the Amar Kreptarfin, who holds a Kreptarfin, the Amar who says, Karen Chatzar Nezek, Nezek Shalom is Shalim, that when Karen is done in the Chatzar Nezek, Nezek Shalom is paid, and Hachinami, Kaifer Shalom is Shalim. So, to over here, when we're talking about kaifer, full kaifer has to be paid, and that's why kaifer has to be paid in this case, even though the shah is a tam. So, we analyze, Bishlam Ula, we understand according to Ula, Hainu Diktani, that's why our Mishnah says, Haya Aviv that his father or his son were inside it, because then the damage is considered Karen Bechatzer Hanizik, and that's why Kaifer would have to be paid. El Shmuel, but according to Shmuel, my area of Avibinoi, why does the Mishnah Dafka say that his father or son were in the pit? Afilu Achernami, even if somebody else was in the pit and got killed by the shark falling on him, the owner would have to pay Chatzik Kaifer, and it doesn't make a difference whose Rishos it's in. So why do we Dafka say that his father or son were in the pit? So my answer is, you're right, or Chadimosakatani. We're just saying what the standard case is. The usual situation is that his father or son would be in a pit in his Chatzer. But you're right, according to Shmuel's explanation of our Mishnah, you know, if there was somebody else random in the pit, the owner of the shore would still have to pay a chatzi kaifer. And we continue explaining the Mishnah we said, that if he brought his shore in Bershos, then the Balchatzer would be chayiv if the shore got damaged. Whereas Rebbe argued and Rebbe said, no, even though he brought it in Bershos, the only time the Balchatzer is chayiv is if he explicitly accepts upon himself that he's going to watch this shore that he allowed into his chatzer. And Itmar stated, Rav Amarav says, And Tanar Banu Yavrisa discusses this. Let's say Ruvain told Shimon, bring your shore into my Chatzar, Ushmaray, but you have to watch it. Hizek Chayev, if the shard damaged, so the Balshar is Chayev, Huzak, if the shard was damaged, Potter, then the Balchatzer is Potter. Now, next case, let's say Reuven told Shimon, Kenai Sharcha, bring your shard to my Chatzar, Vanyash Marenu, and I'm going to watch it. Huzak Chayev, if the shard got damaged, then the Balchatzer is Chayev, Hizek, Potter. If the shard damaged somebody, so then the Balshar is Potter. Sandingwar says, Hagu Vakasha, the ratio in the safe of the Bryce itself is problematic. Amrit, you said in the ratio, Kenai Sharcha, the one Reuven told Shimon, bring your shard in, Ushmari, but you have to watch it. Hizek Chayev, Huzak Potter. So what do we 
understand from there, the whole reason is because Ruvain told Shimon that you still have to watch your shar, the Chayev Bal Shar Upater Bal Chatzar. That's why the Bal Shar is Chayev if his shar damages, and that's why the Bal Chatzar is Pater if the shar is damaged. But that's Mashma, Hastama, that if Ruvain simply let the shar in and didn't say anything, all he said was, Kenai Sharcha, bring your shar in, and he didn't say anything about watching it, that'd be Mashma, the Chayev Bal Chatzar Upater Bal Shar. That the Bal Chatzar would be Chayev if the shar gets damaged, and the Bal Shar would be Pater if it damages somebody else. And that tells us, that when we have a case of Stam, when Ruvain tells Shimon, bring your shar in, and he doesn't say anything about watching it, it's Mashma the Baal Chatzar automatically accepts upon himself to watch the shar, which is like Shitas Rabban of our Mishnah. But Ema Seifa, take a look at the end of the Brisa. When Ruvain told Shimon, Kanai Sharcha, bring your shar into my Chatzar, Vani Yashmarenu, and I'm going to watch it. So who's Akhaiv Hizak Pater? And what do we learn from here? Time of the Yashmarenu. The whole reason why this applies is because Ruvain said, Befeirush, I'm going to watch it. And that's why Hudam Akhaiv Baal Chatzar, Upater Baal Shar, that's why the Baal Chatzar is Chayiv if the shar gets damaged, and the Baal Shar is Pater if the shar damages. But that's Mashma, Hastama, that if Ruvain let him in Stam and didn't say anything about watching it, Chayiv Baal Shar, Upater Baal Chatzar. The Baal Shar would be Chayiv if his shar damages, and the Baal Chatzar would be Pater if the shar gets damaged. And that tells us the Mistama Lemakabalinatirusa. Then when the Balchatzer lets him in, Stam, and doesn't say anything about watching it, he does not take responsibility for watching it. And Asan Rebbe, that brings us now to Shita's Rebbe, Damaru said, Ajekabalanitirusabalbayaslishmar. Until the Balbayas explicitly takes upon himself that he's gonna watch the Shar, he is not chai for watching it. So Rash Rabban is safe for Rebbe, does that mean the Rash of this Brahza Rabban is safe as Rebbe? So Blazar Blazar says, Tavar, you're right, it's contradictory. Amishanazula Shanazu, whoever taught the Rash of the Brahza did not teach the safe for the Brahza. Whereas Rav Amarava says that no, cooler Rabbanan he, the entire Brahza Rabbanan. And the Seifa is really not a stira. It's just that I, the of Reisha, Shamrai, since the Reisha we mentioned the case where the Baal Chatzar told the Baal Shar explicitly that he still has to watch it, Tana Seifa Vaniyash Marenu. That's why the Seifa, in order to remain consistent, said that the Baal Chatzar told him, I'm going to watch it. But really, even if the Baal Chatzar didn't tell him, I'm going to watch it, and he just brought it in Stam, still the Baal Chatzar would be Chayv. And that's Shitas Rabbanan all the way through. Whereas Rapapa and Rapapa says that it's the other way around, Kula Rebihi, the entire Brice is Rebbe, and there's still no steer between the Reisha and the Seifa. The Savala Kriptarfin and Rebbe holds a Kriptarfin, the Amru holds, Karen Chatzar Nezek Shalom is Shalim. Then when we have a Karen damage that happens to the Chatzar Nezek, the Mazik has to pay Nezek Shalim. Hilkach therefore, Amar Lay, when he told him in the Reisha Shamroi that you still have to watch it, even though I'm letting you bring it in, Loi Makin Le Makam The Baal Chatzar is not being Makna placed in his Chatzar to the Balashar, Babali Karen Bachatzar Nezek. And that means that when it damages, that's Karen in the Chatzar Nezek, but Karen Bachatzar Nezek, Mishalim Nezek Shalim. And when a Karen damage happens in the Chatzar Nezek, the Mazik has to pay Nezek Shalim. And still going in the Reisha, Loi Amar Shamroi, if he did not tell him that you still have to watch it, Aknuya Akni that means that he is being makna him a place in his chatzar, and that means that it's chatzar shutvin. And vikarim chatzar shutvin in Mishal Mel Chatzinezek. And when a damage of Karen happens in chatzar shutvin, only Chatzinezek has to be paid and not Nezek Shalim. And that's how the ratio of the Brisa makes sense according to Rebbe. And obviously the Seifa also makes sense according to Rebbe. So according to Rav Papa, the entire Brisa is Rebbe and not the Rabbanon. We're going to stop it for the day and pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.